Rom wins the Masters Marathon. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Four Please Now, driving the official Masters podcast. I'm your host, Marty Smith from ESPN. John Rom is the 2023 Masters champion. The 28-year-old Spaniard rode a three-under par 69 in the final round to outduel Brooks Kepka and stepped directly into history. He is the 56th player ever to earn a green jacket. Hard to put it into words. Obviously, we all dream of things like this as players, and you try to visualize what it's going to be like and, and what it's going to feel like. And uh, when I hit that third shot on the green, and I could tell it was, it was close by the crowd's reaction, uh, just the wave of emotion of so many things just overtook me. Uh, never thought I was going to cry by winning a golf tournament, but I got very close on on that 18th hole. Um, and a lot of it because of, of what it means to me and, and to Spanish golf, right? It's, it's Spain's 10th major for a player to win the Masters, fourth. And uh, my second win, right, my second major win, it's it's pretty incredible. And, and to play the way I did today on, on Sunday, uh, only one bogey, you know, on difficult conditions and coming in with a margin, of hard to explain. You know, a lot, a lot of pride. And I'm really proud of myself from what I did. Um, and still really hasn't synced in yet. I'm looking at this course and I'm still thinking I have a couple more holes left to, to win. And uh, can't really say anything else. You know, this one was for Seve. I know he, he was up there helping and help he did. What is going on on the outside is not always a reflection of the inside. Uh, I was calm. Uh, I never got frustrated. I never really got felt like anything was out of control. But obviously, you're nervous, right? There's tension out there. Um, that that bogey on nine, timing-wise, was bad because Jordan and Phil came in making birdies, right? So what looked like a two, possibly more shot lead, uh, narrowed down very very quickly with the chance of making, then making making a birdie on 18, right? So. Um, made those 10, 11, 12 holes harder. Uh, again, I might have looked calm, but I was definitely definitely nervous out there. And uh, I'm glad that's the way it looked. I mean, that's what you strive for, right? You don't want to panic, and I never panicked. I felt comfortable with my game, and I had a plan to execute, and that's all I can do. The only time I was a little bit upset at myself was actually this morning on 16. Because three putted 13, three putted 15, and then I had a terrible shot on 16 and made a bogey. And I felt like at least one of those shots was avoidable. That's the only time I ever felt like, you know, I was truly upset at something. Uh, but I, you know, I reeled it back in and, and made two good parts in the last two holes to, to put myself in the final group, which is all I needed. Uh, all I asked for was a chance. It was a tough day out there. It, it was windy, and all those wind gusts and, and swirls are not easy. Uh, you're going to hit good shots, or you're going to end up in bad spots, and uh, it happened to everybody. So uh, luckily, the people that shot a low round today were a little bit too far out. Um, and as to, because I know you guys keep asking me, as to why I felt this way, I really don't know. Um, <coughs> I've always been confident when I've been close to the lead. Uh, a full faith in all parts of my game and maybe because it was that difficult out there I was just focused on what I had to do and that's really all you can control is what you can do. Rom is the fourth Spaniard to win the Masters and he did so on his hero Seve Ballesteros birthday to boot. I think it was on Tuesday right here. Uh, well, not 
in the press room, but uh, I think it was while I was doing media that it was Seve's birthday. Yeah, I was told a lot of things about why this could be the year, and I just didn't want to buy into it too much. Kepka, healthy again for the first time in years, led each of the first three rounds. But in the final stanza, he struggled mightily. His three over par 75 Sunday resulted in a cumulative eight under par for the week, tying him with Phil Mickelson for second place. This marks the second time Kepka is the runner-up at the Masters. Yeah, obviously it's it's super disappointing, right? Um, didn't play didn't play good enough to win. Hit some shots where I also didn't feel like I got some good breaks. I mean, for that ball to sit there on nine. Um, on four and six, hit some good shots. He just ended up in some terrible spots where it was quite difficult. And then, uh, you know, 12, it was, it was just kind of interesting. John hit nine and I hit wedge over the green. So, uh, and then 14, I felt like I just had to make a run for it. So, um, didn't feel like I did too much wrong, but it, uh, that's how golf goes sometimes. It was just be patient probably till about uh, 13, and then we had to be a little bit more aggressive. Um, I, f I thought that I just – I was – I let probably nine stick on me for a little bit longer um, than it should have because if that ball just dribbles on the green, it's, it's tight. And then a good momentum putt there at 10, but it is what it is. I mean, I tried. I gave it my all, so I, I, I can go to sleep at night. I felt like I was striking the ball pretty well. Um, poor tee shot on one, but got lucky. Um, and then, you know, poor tee shot on eight, which is a big birdie hole. Um, and I felt like that's, that's kind of where the momentum shifted right there in eight and nine is what it felt like. Mickelson, the three-time Masters champion, began the final round at one under par before carding a seven under 65 Sunday afternoon. Mickelson's effort resulted in the oldest top five finish in Masters history. He cites deliberate presence and a free mind as key to his historic performance. It was a fun day, and you just never know what, what could happen. There was nine holes left to go when I walked off the golf course. I was two behind, and, and John played an amazing back nine. I mean, a lot can happen on that back nine. A lot of good can happen, a lot of bad, and he played some incredible golf all, all week long and, and uh, is a very worthy champion. He's... Uh, easy to see why he's regarded as the best player in the world, and, and uh, he validated that today. It was evident to me that I was hitting a lot of good shots, that I was playing well, I wasn't getting the score out of it. Today was a great day for me to stay present and uh, just keep hitting good shots. Even after I, I might have uh, had a, a mess up here or there, I was able to stay present and keep hitting good shots, and, and I'm hopeful that this kind of catapults me into playing the rest of the year the way I believe I'm playing. I really worked hard in the offseason to get ready, I've been shooting some really low scores at home, and uh, today I kind of let it happen rather than trying to force it, and I had a really good day and, and, um, and made some noise. Unfortunately, it wasn't enough, but it was really a lot of fun for me to, to play at this level again, and it's encouraging for me uh, going forward the rest of the year. I think it's uh, not so much what I learned, but I, I certainly have a lot of gratitude to be able to be here and be a part of this tournament, play well, play good golf, and try to take advantage of a unique opportunity that I have, which is to play golf at a very high level at a later stage in life, given that I haven't had any uh, physical injuries, that I'm able to swing the club the way I want to, and then uh, with a little bit of work and dedication to compete against some of the best players in the world um, in some of the biggest stages. And, and that's really what's driving me. And 
uh, today was a, a very encouraging day. One of the great bright spots of the 87th Masters was the fantastic performance of amateur Sam Bennett, who captivated us with his play for four straight days. That young man's future is very bright. I'm going to need some, you know, some time when I get back to decompress and really, you know, look back and enjoy it. But, um, you know, I haven't had, I haven't had kids yet, so that, that walk up 18 was definitely the coolest experience of my life. Um, you know, it, and the walk up 12. But, uh, you know, I didn't play how I wanted to this weekend. But, um, you know, this this experience playing the weekend at Augusta um, is definitely going to help me. You know be the golfer I want to be and to be able to play these the Sunday pins was just incredible you know I was tired this weekend I think that's what it was my body wasn't moving how it should be that's my you know I had the driver slotted the first two rounds and then my my legs kind of gave out and it wasn't turning and started missing them left and um you know I think I need to get in a little better shape get in the gym but um it was good it showed just like at the USAM I competed with the best and now out here on this stage so um you know I've seen how you know the top dogs kind of play and what they're made of so I think I can you know hang in with them. From growing up as a kid watching this tournament to losing my dad to the struggles I faced and still face to be able to walk up you know that green on 18 on a Sunday Easter Sunday and just be appreciative of everything I thought I mean if you had told me I was going to be here when I was a kid I would have I would have thought you were crazy so to be able to you know it's cool playing the Masters on Sunday. I mean, that's what every golfer dreams of, and I was just happy to be able to, you know, do that. It's better than that's a good question. <laughs> better than uh, better than it was on TV for sure. Uh, just the people, the property, the hills, the slopes, the scoreboards. I mean, the food. It was it was everything I could imagine, and um, I really hope to be back. I can't beat the walk up 18. Um, that was good with the crowd cheering me on and walking up with my coach who's helped me out a bunch and then walking off the green to my brother and my mom. That was that was a really cool moment for us. Yeah, that was cool. You know, I learned a lot about Bobby Jones at um, the amateur dinner and what he's done for the game and what he's done here and how much they love. I mean, they love amateurs at Augusta and, um, you know, I felt, the, I felt it all week. Um, but yeah, it's cool to be, you know, making history and hopefully getting down to go on the 18th green and get back in Butler cabin. Um, that's gonna be that's gonna be neat. But um, yeah, I'm I'm just proud of what I did and um, what I was able to accomplish. That brings another memorable Masters week to a close. This tournament, its history, tradition, and reverence are so special to so many, and it's the blessing of my life to spend this time with you each year here at Augusta National Golf Club. For everyone here in Augusta, we offer the deepest congratulations to John Rahm, his family, and caddy Adam Hayes for a wonderful Masters Championship. This is For Please Now Driving, the official Masters podcast. I'm your host, Marty Smith. Happy Easter, everyone. Until next year, my friends.